University Baptist Church is a faith community striving to think critically, live creatively, and love continually in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We gather on Sunday mornings at 5775 Highland Road between Lee Drive and Kenilworth Parkland. Visit ubc-br.org or at ubcbr on Facebook for more information. So just a couple of Sundays ago, as we opened the Advent season, we celebrated worship on a Sunday in which we focused on the idea of hope. We lit the hope candle, and it's really common um, during the Advent season for us to start off with that kind of focus. And, and on a Sunday like that, you'll often, uh, you'll often hear us go back to the Old Testament, and maybe we'll pull a scripture out from one of the prophets. And the words uh, that we'll hear from those scriptures We'll look ahead and we'll talk about how times in the future are going to be better than they are right now. And we hear in that prophet give voice to a people who are downtrodden, who are suffering, who are frustrated. And the words of the prophet offer hope, hope for a redemption, renewal, or a, a reversal of circumstances. And then on those Sundays, Ah, we're given the opportunity, we're invited to take, uh, to take ourselves out of the shoes of those people from the past and imagine how in this Advent season, as we look forward to Christmas, we have our own hopes, our own frustrations, and yet we look forward to a time that we celebrate at Christmas when we can remember that there is redemption and renewal in this season for us as well. Now, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus is a really common Advent text. Um, and the text takes advantage of both of these ideas, both of the kind of uh, the voices from the past, the nation of Israel, the Old Testament, people who are struggling, and also it speaks to us where we are today. Or, or put another way, um, it speaks of a hope that is both ancient and new with us. And so as Cassie sings, I invite you to meditate on the ways that hope are at work in your life today. Come thou long expected Jesus, born to set thy people free. From our fears and sins release us, let us find our rest in thee. Israel's strength and consolation, hope of all the earth thou art, dear desire of every name. Joy of every loving heart Born to save, born to heal Come, O Savior, come While we wait, while we pray Come, O Savior, come Hope of all heaven and earth Come, Jesus, come, oh, Jesus, come. Born thy people to deliver, born a child and yet a king, born to reign in us forever, now thy gracious kingdom bring. 
own. By thine all-sufficient merit, raise us to thy glorious throne. Born to save, born to heal, come, O Savior, come. While we wait, while we pray, come, Savior, come. Hope of all heaven and earth, come, Jesus, come. Oh, Jesus, come. Hope of all heaven and earth, come, Jesus, come. Oh, Jesus, come. Oh, Jesus, All right, so the following week, last week, we, uh, we talked about joy, and Andy brought us to the stories of Mary, specifically Annunciation. So when Gabriel came to Mary and she received tremendous, tremendous news, and her response was one of celebration and joy. Uh, the next song you're gonna hear actually comes from a musical. It's an arrangement from a musical uh, called Songs for a New World. It's a cabaret style. So every song that comes up um, it's kind of from a separate story, a separate character, and they're drawn together by similar themes. But in this one, it's a, a woman in the modern world has just found out she's pregnant. And for a moment, she has uh, this sense of connection with Mary so long ago, this idea that in response to tremendous life-changing news, her emotions are that of wonder and joy. Um, and she explores that a little bit. Anyway, enjoy. I'll never have the power to control the land or conquer half the world or claim the sun I'll never be the kind who simply waves her hand and has a million people do the things I wish I'd done but in the eyes of heaven, my place is assured. I carry with me heaven's grand design. Gloria, Gloria, I will sing the name of the Lord, and he will make me shine. 
And I will be like Mother Mary with the blessing in my soul. And I will give the world my eyes so they can see. And I will be like Mother Mary with the blessing in my soul. And the future of the world inside of me. In the eyes of heaven, my place is assured. I carry with me heaven's grand design. Gloria, Gloria, I will sing the name of the Lord, and he will make me shine. And I will be like Mother Mary with the blessing in my soul. And I will give the world my eyes so they can see. And I will be like Mother Mary with the blessing in my soul. And the future of the world inside of me. And I will be like Mother Mary with the power in my veins to believe in all the things I've yet to be. And I will be like Mother Mary and I'll suffer any pains for the future of the world. For the future of the world inside of me. So every year, our Mother's Day Out program uh, puts on, puts on a, a show for their parents and their friends in which they retell the Christmas story or they celebrate the Christmas season through songs. And so they're looking forward to, they're working really hard to prepare that for their parents um, for streaming this coming week. But you are super lucky uh, because they allowed us to come into one of their rehearsals and now you'll get a little sneak peek uh, of a video of them rehearsing and getting ready for all their wonderful music next week. Ring, ring, ring the bell, 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 ring the
promise I will report back to them of your thunderous applause. Um, so there's this, uh, there's this fun little story, um, kind of a behind the music, a hymn story, that it turns out is probably completely um, apocryphal and made up, but it's fun to tell anyway. So when it comes to Silent Night, the idea is that in the early 19th century, uh, a German chaplain was working at a church, and it was Christmas Eve, and some mice got into the bellows that helped make the organ work, and they, and they ate up the bellows, so all of a sudden the organ was kaput for that night. No, no organ for the music. And so he was kind of, left in a, kind of left in a pinch. And so he went out for a, a stroll somehow uh, during the day, but it was nighttime. Um, and it was uh, such a beautiful, clear night. It inspired him to write a, uh, a few lines of simple verse. And then he went to the organist for his church, and he asked if, um, if the organist could write a melody and music to go with it that could be played on guitar instead of organ. And what came out of it was Silent Night. And it helps to kind of explain musically why, um, why the chords are so kind of simple and clear. They don't change very often as compared to uh, most hymns that you will hear. Now, it turns out years and years later, it's come that this is, a, this is probably a made-up story, but it is a nice story. Um, today, though, you're not going to hear a guitar arrangement of it. You're going to hear bells play it. And so uh, Bells Jubilate, which is a community group, community handbell group that is hosted here at UBC and directed by our own very wonderful Kay Hawthorne, um, put together a program, uh, a socially kind of different program for all of the restrictions. They had just five ringers doing some challenging music, and this is a beautiful piece that came out of it.
All right, so when we're talking about peace, depending on what context, that can have a lot of different meanings. Um, we can talk about peace as something that exists between groups of people, and maybe that's the most common way we discuss it. Definitely some of the songs that we've been singing today address peace in that kind of context. And then we can talk about peace that exists between individuals. And this is a peace that can be at work in our daily lives, in our relationships as we go about our day. We can talk about peace in terms of inner peace, acceptance, and a sense of settledness within ourselves. But when we take a day, or take a Sunday, to discuss what peace means in the season of Advent, the season of anticipation, I think we're invited to meditate on how God is at work in all of those different aspects of peace. I'm not exactly sure that that's what the songwriters of this next one had in mind, but uh, I invite you to consider it in this context instead. Love is but a song we sing Fear's the way we die You can make the mountains ring Or make the angels cry Though the bird is on the wing And you may know why come on people now smile on each other everybody get together come and love one another right now some may come and some may go we will surely pass when the one that left us here returns for us at last we are but a moment's sunlight fading in the grass come on people now smile on each other everybody get together come and love one another right now come on people now smile on each other everybody get together come and love one another right now If you hear the song I sing, you will understand. Listen, you hold the key to love and fear in all your trembling hand. Just one key unlocks them both. It's there at your command. Come on, people, now. Smile on each other. 
everybody get together come and love one another right now come on people now smile on each other everybody get together come and love one another right now come on people now smile on each other everybody get together come and love one another right now right now right Often in the busyness of our day-to-day living, we fail to pause and to just be silent. It's almost impossible for us to have a quiet moment in our lives with notifications constantly going off on our phones, something else to read, something else to watch, another conversation to have. And yet, one of the most ancient and most meaningful spiritual disciplines that we learn from the scriptures is solitude and silence. And so this morning, as we have heard a lot of wonderful music, as we have taken in a lot of wonderful lyrics, as we have lifted our voices to God both in song and prayer, we now enter into a time of nothingness. And so we invite you into a time of silence listening to the Spirit of God and how it is moving and working in your life. Can we get there? I'll admit that sometimes the promises of Advent candles seem so hard to believe in. After all, Advent is a season of anticipating the return of embodied love. Emmanuel, God with us into this world. Yet this holy season comes just when love of different types seems so short in supply. And joy seems to be missing from our homes and our lives because we see that people are barely surviving on the margins, grieving and wondering what equality ought to feel like. In this season of Advent, justice and mercy for vulnerable parts of our population seem unavailable. 
This is a season of hope that's stretched thin and peace of any kind, personal and political, seem to be beyond reach. And just about now, the dreams of Advent season seem inaccessible. And yet as Christians, as followers of Jesus, I would argue it is precisely when all seems impossible during the coldest and darkest season of the year, we are meant to keep watch through the longest night, literally and symbolically. This season of preparation and active waiting become an invitation here and now to believe and to build up the promise of Advent. Hope, peace, joy, and love. And I ask, how can we help to bring Advent, a, a promise of fruition in our lives and in the lives of others? Let's wonder, along with the prophets, the words that we read about how to make available the virtues of a season to which those that are cut off from such gifts, including members of our own community as well as citizens throughout our nation and our world, this Sunday we are to consider the second to third season of Advent of peace. Going from hope to joy to peace, assuredly we need peace of all kinds inner peace, interrelational peace, international peace, peace beyond understanding. Jesus said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, not as this world gives it to you do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. The peace that calms our spirit and eases our mind comes directly from our Savior, Jesus Christ. His words and deeds are a roadmap we need as human beings to lead us to an inner peace we are all seeking. Christ knew that we would all be called to live in a world that had values and norms that were to the contrary of to those that believe as Jesus. That's why Jesus took on human form and manifest among us to show us a different way. His life and death and resurrection are the way, the truth, and the life that will bring peace for which we are all searching. So this week, as we celebrate the gift of peace from Christ to us, may we enter into quiet moments of prayer and meditation so that we might find inner peace that we desperately need. And once we find that inner peace found through Christ, may we discover what it means to be peacemakers in our world. As we do and as we say, it will come from the wellspring of inherent joy because we have an inner peace that is beyond understanding. And then we are therefore called into this world to bring light and hope through living out a way of peace. And so we light the candle of peace this morning, knowing that peace can be discovered in our lives and in our world, but knowing that the work of peace is to be continued. Please join me in the responsive candle lighting. On this third Sunday of Advent, we continue our journey.
together towards Christmas. We light the next candle to burn as a sign of peace among all people. Teach us.